0: For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Martin you're listening to Daybreak. Yesterday, Princeton loosened restrictions on in-person undergraduate activities, and Vice President Kamala Harris took control of a migration crisis on the southern border. It's Monday, February 1st. Yesterday, the Office of the Dean of Undergraduate Students released new guidelines allowing student organizations to hold limited in-person activities. Under the new rules, activities can be approved if they're registered with OTIS at least five days in advance, and if all participants abide by the social contract. Additionally, the activities must have a set number of attendees, all of whom must be members of the organization. On Wednesday, President Biden announced that Vice President Kamala Harris will be leading efforts to address a recent increase in migrants crossing the southern border. She'll also work to build relationships with Mexico and the Northern Triangle, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. The announcement comes in the wake of widespread criticism of the administration's handling of an influx of migrant children in recent weeks. The hope is that Harris will be able to tackle both the root cause of the increase in immigration and the challenges it's created for the Biden administration. As the increase is largely due to economic instability, the administration has pledged to invest $4 billion in Northern Triangle countries and named a new special envoy in the State Department to reduce migration from the area. With 90% of the votes counted in Israel's fourth general election in two years, current Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and his right-wing bloc of parties is projected to fall two seats short of securing a majority in the Israeli parliament. If this holds, he'll be unable to form a governing coalition without the support of an additional party. Opponents of Netanyahu also fell short of the majority. Either of those blocs could reach a majority with the support of the Arab party, Ram. Rahm hasn't yet decided what bloc they'll support, but Netanyahu's is viewed as an unnatural ally to the Arab party. The situation creates uncertainty about the future government of the country, which will shape relations with the Palestinians and Arab countries for years to come. In other headlines, a 200,000-ton container ship got stuck in Egypt's Suez Canal, blocking a trade route through which around 12% of global trade passes. It was reportedly knocked off course by strong winds. Dozens of additional vessels are now stuck behind the ship, and Egyptian authorities have reopened the canal's older channel in order to divert traffic until it can be rescued. Dr. Rachel Levine made history yesterday as the first openly transgender person confirmed by the U.S. Senate when she was confirmed as the Assistant Secretary for Health in the Department of Health and Human Services. Levine's nomination became a point of controversy in the battle over transgender rights and drew vocal opposition from Republican lawmakers. The eventual Senate vote to confirm was 52-48. to And yesterday, the governor of Virginia signed a bill ending the state's use of the death penalty. Virginia has executed more people in its history than any other state, but it's now the 23rd state to end the practice, and the first southern state to do so. The Democrat-controlled legislature passed the bill based on arguments regarding cost, racial impact, and potential execution of innocent defendants. If you're in the Princeton area today, enjoy sun and a high of 70 degrees. Tomorrow, we'll be back to rain. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode is written by Eli Costa and Maddie Losted and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Giudici. Have a wonderful day.